When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every time I hey guys, welcome myself, back. Appreciate you listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Song of the summer. She keeps saying it. I guess. Uh, I'm going to will it to happen. You know, I, there hasn't been a lot of stiff competition, so I think maybe we'll give it to you. <laughs> Memorial Day has passed now, so what's yeah. the name of the song? I feel like dancing. I feel like dancing. Okay. I feel like dancing. I feel like dancing. Sure, it's very similar. It has the vibes of Justin. I got this in it. The, yeah, Justin yeah. Timberlake. And it's song. been so long since we've heard from Mraz. I mean, come on, more of this. Yeah, how about the spelling of his last name too? Phonetic, just like it is. Yeah, Mr. M R Az. A Z. I love it. I love it. Uh, here's something that you may or may not love. Let's find out together. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is The Beat. So the Indy 500 happened yesterday. And Jewel, remember Jewel? Of course. Delivered the national anthem. Awesome. And it was different. I've made up my mind. Okay. What I think about it, but what she did was she slowed down the song. She added a little soul, maybe even a little country flavor with only her acoustic guitar. Okay. All right. And people are complaining that it was the absolute worst thing they've ever heard. But others are saying it's absolutely brilliant. I've not heard it yet. So I'm going to, I want to hear it cold with everybody now. Okay. We're going to, do you want to listen to it all the way through? Or do you want Mike to start scrubbing through once we get the gist of it? Yeah, I think that's fine. Okay, so let's start. National Anthem. Oh, say, can you see? Like it so far. Finish it. 
might scrub a little bit, right? If I had to choose love it or loathe it, I'd go love it. I love it. I feel like that's much to do about nothing. Mike? I like it a lot. I I just, I feel it gave me goosebumps because I could feel like there's so much passion. Like she emoted so much that you don't always get. Sometimes it just feels very cookie cutter. Well, and sometimes it feels like a... That's a tough song to sing, obviously. And she's got a beautiful voice. She does. Look, a couple of the vocal runs, maybe. They got a little pitchy at a couple different points. But, you know, on the whole, I thought that that was really cool. Had a nostalgic vibe to it. You could almost see, like, the video playing behind it, you know? Yeah. Listen. The Fergie situation at the NBA also oh gave me a scope. Now, that gosh. was troubling. That this, was tragic. Though, this was cool. This felt like just a, a, a take on something. It's now, there like was a, around the campfire kind of thing. I thought her voice sounded really nice. I was expecting her to do something really strange with the melody, to manipulate the me- melody in some strange way. She took a few little liberties, but I would describe them as little liberties that she right. took. She didn't. I agree. She didn't go crazy. Well, that makes me happy. Yeah. So we all liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Hey, Mikey. I did like it. Yes. <laughs> Miss those commercials. <laughs> I don't. Right? Oh, <laughs> oh my that's right. God. All I heard growing up. Oh, uh, man. Okay, so I'm glad we agree on that. In other news, it looks like Celine Dion, we knew she was canceling shows left and right. Well, on Friday, she did announce that she's scrapping her entire world mm. tour. Uh, which was scheduled to run through next year. She said, I'm so sorry to disappoint all of you once again. I'm working really hard to build my strength. But touring can be very difficult, even when you're at 100%. And it's not fair to just keep postponing shows. She said it breaks her heart. It's just best that she cancels everything now until she's ready to get back on stage. You know, I think that's the best thing to do. And I think, I, th- I don't think fans care and let me explain once you've postponed a show six of one half a dozen to another for the most part in terms of whenever that gets rescheduled for plus people already knew with celine's health situation it was likely going to be a longer road for her to make those shows up now there is a chance that when a new world tour is officially back and announced perhaps she's not going to all of the same cities that she said she'd go to because there's a lot of you know, variables at play there. But I think for Celine's sake, this is going to be to her benefit because removing that mental stress, what creates stress is like when you think of your schedule and you're trying to schedule things, it's, oh, well, when if we can't do it, okay, we need to postpone it from then. We can't do it on Tuesday. Is Friday going to work? But Friday's different for Darren. As opposed to if you just say, boom, nothing. We will start from scratch at the right time. Yeah. She doesn't have to carry the mental burden yeah. of constantly checking. Especially when she's dealing with uh, physical health issues. Absolutely. That does not help at all. But, you know, I understand it's a bummer for, especially for people who travel, 
to go to a show and and all that. But hopefully people are being understanding, like you said. Hey, this totally cracked me up. Um, Lana Del Rey was performing at a festival in Brazil and her set was interrupted because she lost her vape. Okay. So during the intro to a song, she started to ask the crowd for help finding it. I think we have a clip. Can we play this clip, Mike? You'll uh, see it. You'll see, see it as soon as you click on the okay. story. It should bring you right to Maybe it. Maybe that's what the song Summertime Sadness is actually all about. All right, here we go. Wow. And also, if you see my vape on stage, can you find my vape on stage? Is that you? You did? Where, though? Oh, all the way in the pit? F*** it. <laughs> so it was in the pit, but it was too difficult to get to. I mean, people can get nasty when they don't have their vape. Boy, vape pens, they're, a, they're an interesting thing to look at. Because they're not smoked as frequently as cigarettes. So it seems like when these people who look like modern-day warlocks, when they take a drag <laughs> of this pen, they... It, it's like they become a fog machine at a concert. Like so much vapor comes out. You're like, whoa, how big of a I hit. Know. This little mobile hookah situation is yeah. really peculiar. It's all the rage. Don't smoke, kids. Don't smoke, kids. All right. Uh, we got to go, but we're going to come back. And when we do, we'll have some food news. Uh, looks like DQ is discontinuing a fan favorite, and people are not happy about it. And if you're hungry for some pizza, you could buy now, pay later. And I mean later, like much, much, oh. much later. We'll tell you about that. When we come back, Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, friends, what's up? It's Steve for the Canopy Group. Boy, you get options. That's how life gets good, right? If you had options this past week, and it's like, hey, what do we want to do? Boom. That's how you drop something really great. Well, it's frankly the same with your insurance. I get it. You're like, wait, Steve, this feels like a stretch. Not really, though. Think about Minnesota. All the great things that this state has to offer, from Niagara Cave to Lake of the Woods, all sorts of outdoor adventures. It's great. We get these different landmarks, landscapes, art, adventure. It's all here in Minnesota. That's what makes it so vibrant are the options that we have. So, with all those adventure options, it's not too far a leap to say, well, we should have options in other areas. Yeah, even your insurance. When you have options, that's when you end up saving a lot of money. At the Canopy Group, they have 16 different companies for your home and your auto insurance and 40 professionals. So, as your needs change, they have options to continue to provide you with the best coverage at the best price. Options. That's what you need, friends. And options is what you get when you go to thecanopygroup.com. That's thecanopygroup.com. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Did I say that weird? Yep. Uh, I don't Heard know. Uh, no, I think you said everything entertainment. It's oh, only... All right, thanks, Steve. Yeah. You're absolutely. like, I don't know, my best friend. Oh. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. So, here's the sitch. You know when you go to DQ and they take like a vanilla cone and then they dip it into that dippy stuff? Yeah, and that dippy stuff becomes hard, huh? Yes! I haven't had that since I was a kid. No I, kidding. Me want you have that. You have? Me had it recently? not have recent. Me have one kid, too. <laughs> me not want to have that. 
<laughs> Baby Talk Tuesday. Oh my gosh. Well, apparently they have um, discontinued. No. Those, Why? Uh, don't ask me follow up questions while I'm sorry. looking for my story. <laughs> okay. How dare you? <laughs> sorry. I just, it was, it was less of a can you give me an answer, more like a what's the deal? That's crazy. I know, right? Um, I bet demand has gone down. I got to tell you, we take our kids to the old DQ, and they're not saying, hey, I'll take a cherry-dipped cone. It feels exactly. like touch passe. Especially Hashtag the cherry. Grimace. Hashtag grimace. You know. It's, it's uh, it, I wouldn't choose that one, would you? Don't they do that with a chocolate dip as yes. well? Yes. Yeah, the cherry one is exotic. You try it once, and you're like, all right, that looked more fun than it tasted. Exactly. So that's a whole situation. Thank oh. you. It's been a minute since I've been to uh, Dairy Queen. Again, the Dairy Queen in Chaska caught fire last year. Oh, no. And it's just so sad. They just had the nicest people that work there. And uh, I'm just so bummed out. And I drive by it all the time. And I'm always wondering, man, are they going to get that back up and running? But uh, we have to go. There's another DQ, an old school one out uh, out in, in Victoria. But... Well, they they are saying, um, while it's great to see their fans love for the cherry-dipped cone, they're also innovating their menus to showcase new and delicious flavors. There she goes. And uh, you can keep an eye on uh, their socials for the latest and greatest flavor offerings. Donna struggles feeling comfortable when reading any description about food, so that's why you see her do that affected delivery there. Delicious flavors. (laughs) You could have just said it like a normal person. I know, but it felt weird. I like blizzards. I only had some of one one time. God, God. Like and I did it because I was being shamed. So I went, wow. I, I went to the DQ in Moose Lake. Uh, I was like, hi, can I get uh, that? And then they gave it to me. I ate a little bit and I threw the rest in the garbage, which is a terrible thing to do. I should have given it to someone. Thanks. Some of... Wow, that is a, that was actually shocking to hear that. I feel like I knew that it was an infrequent situation for you, but to hear, have you had a Dairy Queen blizzard? And for the answer to be... I've only had some of one one time. <laughs> it's like, that's probably a sentence not a lot of people have ever said. I'm sorry. They, like there's it. like 1,200 calories in one of those things, if not yeah, more. Skip lunch if you're all calorie counting and have yourself a blizzard. Get some Heath bar in that. Oh, come on. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Come on, man. All right. Oh, I want it. I'll do it. That's um, a lie. Hey, uh, heads up about restaurants this summer. Because usually restaurants um, and bars see a boost in sales. But uh, the prediction right now is while most of these restaurants are bracing for an increase in, you know, traffic, that a lot of people want to stay home this summer. A third of customers plan to eat out less frequently in the month of June, for example. 
Last year saw restaurant traffic slow during May, June, and July before surging again in August. May I ask you a question? Mm, Okay. I want restaurants to do well, first and foremost. Absolutely. Who are these people that are responding to a survey and saying, like, if someone came to me and said, how mapped out is your life that you are ready to offer a take on what your dine-out trends will be in the months June, July, and August. Don't you sometimes end up at a restaurant because, I don't know, you're hungry and you don't have any plans at home? And you're like, oh, let's stop at that restaurant. Who are these Dilbert bozos who are like, yes, I'd like to participate in this study? Well, you know I think what? people Actually, get things in the mail, not in, in the mail. July, in July, I just don't know. I don't know. I think in July, this July, Mary, would you agree with this compared to last <laughs> July? It'll probably be less dining out, I would I say. I don't know, but I will just say that we have a whole segment on surveys and studies. I like surveys. I like studies. I'm just saying. You need to participate but more. We call out our studies. Who are these people, though, that are like, I can firmly tell you what our the likelihood of us eating at a restaurant in June, July, and August are. And now what? Restaurants are supposed to be nervous because a bunch of dweebs <laughs> responded to this and said, we might not eat out in June. The price of ketchup has gone up, and I don't know why. A New Zealand pizzeria has a buy now, pay later option when you order a pizza, as in later, later, like much, much later. The place is called Hell Pizza. The promotion is called Afterlife Pay. It's not open to everyone. You need to be local in New Zealand, so we can't cash in on this. They're accepting 666 mm, applicants from New Zealand and 666 from Australia. If you do it, you're promising that you will write what you owe into your will. Okay. So they're basically just giving pizza away. More or less. But Hell Pizza claims the agreement that you sign to pay after death is legally binding. No interest or fees will apply. And in the terms and conditions, it says they reserve the right to enforce the debt owed by the applicant against their estate upon death, or they can choose to forgive any debt owed by the applicant. But yeah, you can get like a $25 free pizza. I don't like the name. Hell? Yeah, I feel like it's got a bad vibe. Feels a touch too close to home? (laughs) (laughs) It just feels very devil with the pitchfork and then saying, you got to make a deal with the devil. 666 applicants. Yeah, I don't like the gimmick. Anything else you wanted to say on your ketchup comment? Nope. That's it. Google. Thanks. Does that mean that you found it on Google or you were at a store, saw ketchup and thought, that seems pricey? No, I saw that a headline that said the price of ketchup has gone up just in time for Memorial Day and I just wanted to let you know. We should do a new segment called Headlines, where we just read you the headline and we don't unpack <laughs> yes, it. I love that. Kind of fits our, <laughs> our prep. <laughs> totally. Uh, hey, when we come back, hip-hop edition of College of Pop Culture Knowledge, 651 uh, Call now. Donna here for Bradshaw and Bryant. You know, Minnesota, of course, is known as the land of 10,000 lakes. And so, of course, boating is a popular activity in the summer. So, with that... I think now is the time to be aware of how to stay safe on the water. Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant tells me, I didn't know this, anyone can operate a watercraft. Boating doesn't require a driver's license. 
and boating accidents are typically caused by inexperienced boaters or mechanical problems or boating under the influence. And unfortunately, the majority are alcohol related. And uh, some of the statistics show that an intoxicated boater is 10 times more susceptible to being hurt or killed than sober drivers. And if someone is injured as a result of another's negligence, you need to contact an attorney with specific knowledge and experience. So you definitely want to remember Bradshaw and Bryant. You can set up a free consultation at any time by going to minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hey, welcome Still back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071 everything entertainment let's do it time to go to college it's time to attend the college of pop culture knowledge it's like quiz ball three trivia questions to find out who's smarter donna donna's a smart one or steve his brain ain't right but it's fun and here's your host the big zamboni i want to see how smart you are it's hard to believe it's already been a month, but we've been doing uh, musical mayhem where we roll through a different genre of music every week for the month of May, and we have finally reached the one that Steve Patterson has been waiting for, Hip Hop and R&B Week. Let's go. Boy, I, this just feels like I have an opportunity to go 4-0, but if there are good lifelines and they don't team up with me, I, I could get screwed here. And here's the thing, Donna. You've got a two-point lead, which means if you find a way whether it's with some help or you just find a way to pull it out yourself, you win one time this week. At worst, you're going to end the week tied. Okay. So that's your goal. Right, and you just yes. got to pull one out of this, I All think, right. is, is the goal. That's what you got to have that mentality. Mm-hmm. And you got David on the line today. We'll see who he wants to help. David, welcome to the show. Hey, David. Yeah. Hey, David. Hey, How David. you doing? I'm good. I'm great. Oh yes, that's what we wanted to hear. We love when people are feeling great. What's happening after the uh, after you play this game and hopefully win this game if you team up with me? Uh, what's next in your day? I'm probably going to be all tuckered out, so I will probably go find something to lean up against. I just want to be horizontal after work. <laughs> I, I hear that. I get that. That's great. I, I love this. I get you, David. David, the question is. <laughs> Who do you want to team up with today? The topic is hip hop, the decade, the nineties, hip hop and nineties, hip hop and R and B, the nineties. All right, you got to team up with Donna or Steve here. You got to make a choice here. There's a prize on the line. What say you, David? Yikes! I'm thinking I'm gonna go for that whole underdog thing, huh? Yeah, Who's the David. underdog this week, eh? Uh, well, listen, David. I am losing the game overall by two points. I mean, it doesn't get much more underdog than that. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I'm going to go with Donna. She needs a cushion. Come on. All right, whatever. Thank you. Yes, I need your help. All right, David, you're going to go on hold. Steve's going to step aside as well. And Donna, are you ready to do this? Sure. It is hip-hop and R&B of the 90s. Okay. And that is going to be our theme or the genre all week long is hip-hop and R&B. We've got four games, and this is the 90s. Let's get it started with this one. Even though the pair recorded the track in different states, and the one time they did perform it live together, they got into a fist fight, Brandy and Monica saw massive success with this 1998 hit about a love triangle. Pass. The highest-selling rap album of the decade was Life After Death from this artist, who was murdered two weeks before its release in 1997. Mm, Tupac? This fashionable American girl group from Oakland had six top ten hits in the 90s, including Hold On, My Lovin', and Don't Let Go. 
Hold on, my lovin'. Oh, I want to say Wilson Phillips, but that's wrong. Anything you like repeated? Everything. Okay. Uh, the <laughs> Brandy and Monica, so I'm asking success with their 1998 hit about a love triangle. Yeah, I got nothing. All right. So, David, we're bringing you back in here. You heard the questions. You want me to run through them with you? I don't know. I must. Uh, uh, yeah, I did hear some of the questions. Wow. Okay, I'll run through them one more time with you. We'll go to that that, that first one. Even though the pair of... I'm just kidding. I already got the answers. Okay, oh. the first one is going to be The Boy Is Mine. The second one is Biggie Smalls, and the other one is In Vogue, I believe. Okay. Okay. We've got answers. Awesome. All right. Let's uh, go ahead and put you back on hold, and right. we'll go ahead and I love bring... David. He's my best friend. <sighs> hey, guys. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Golly. You know, David, I just want to say... You could have teamed up with me. We could have had a bond that literally no one could have ever broken. I have a feeling that Donna contributed about one out of three, and David came through and got the other two with absolute confidence. Rude. Sorry, Donna. No disrespect. I just don't like the the vibe that I got. The faces that I'm seeing right now look a little too giddy. Are you ready to do this, Steve? Yep. All right, let's get it going. Again, it's hip-hop and R&B of the 90s. We'll start with this one. Even though the pair recorded the track in different states, and the one time they did perform the song live, they got into a fist fight, Brandy and Monica saw massive success with this 1998 hit about a love triangle. The Boy Is Mine. This highest-selling rap album, excuse me, the highest-selling rap album of the decade was Life After Death from this artist, who was murdered two weeks before the release in 1997. Notorious B.I.G. This fashionable girl group, American girl group from Oakland, had six top ten hits in the 90s, including Hold On, My Lovin', and Don't Let Go. This fashionable American girl group from Oakland had six top ten hits in the 90s. I'm going to go SWV. Okay, anything you like repeated? No. Oh. oh, golly. Let's run through these answers. Steve, just to give you a peek behind the curtain. When Donna yes. went through and did her answers, mm-hmm. uh, she felt somewhat confident with one. And I don't even know if confidence is the right word. She got an answer for one of the three. That okay. made sense. That made sense. <laughs> okay. And when she gave that answer, then we brought David back in, and David was like, mm, man, I don't know. I, I heard it, but I'm not really sure. I mean, just kidding. And he rattled off three answers very quickly. <laughs> so This is my worst nightmare. David, David what's your the problem? Table for you. We'll start <sighs> with that first one. This is a fun story. Uh, apparently, they had to record on different sides of the country because Monica and Brandy did not get along wow. uh, to the point that when they did perform at the VMAs, they got into a fist fight backstage. No the Boy way. Is Mine is the song. And both David and Steve got that right. I had no idea that they legit were beefing with each other during that. And apparently it continued for like the next decade and a half, kind of back and forth. Oh, we made up. Oh, now we're beefing again because something we said in an interview. I think they're on better terms now. I don't know. Do some research there. It's a fun uh, deep dive. Uh, The highest selling rap album of the decade was Life After Death from this artist who was murdered two weeks before its release. It was uh, Donna who said Tupac. And then, Steve, you said Notorious B.I.G., correct? Yep. And it was David who said Biggie Smalls, and both of you are correct. Wasn't it so crazy, Donna, that the the name of the album was Life After Death? Yes. And it came out posthumously. Crazy. Now, how can they both be right when they said two different things? Because they're just two names the same guy. Notorious B.I.G., Biggie Smalls, Biggie, all the same. The Brooklyn Thumper. Yeah, all the same name. Okay. And finally... 
It might come down to this one. We've got two different answers. Oh, crap. This Dang it, no. fashionable American girl group from Oakland had six top ten hits in the 90s, including Hold On, My Lovin', and Don't Let Go. Steve, you said SWV, I believe. Sisters with Voice. Is this going to be like salt and pepper? David said En Vogue. Oh, dang And it. David's correct. Dang it. I oh. should have actually known that one. Donna, Damn you it. got it. You got the victory. Yeah. David with the assist. Woo-hoo. Congratulations, David. Woo. Yeah, I do what I do when I can do it. <laughs> you know, David, maybe sometime you could do it with me. You know, we could team up and be buddies. Yeah, there's always next time. Next time. Thank you, David. No problem. That's awesome. Man. Hang on the line. Hang on the line, David. Sorry, just Steve. I'm just ringer. sorry. People just want a closer score. Well, it's getting further, so they're not doing great with that. It's now 59 to 56. 59 56. The one goal that you had for the week, Donna, was accomplished on the first day. Nicely yes, done. Thank you. <sighs> thank you. Man. And Vogue. What was the tiebreaker? Oh, tiebreaker, yes. Uh, speaking of In Vogue, this hip-hop group joined them for one of their other top ten hits, What a Man. What a man, what, what, what a man, what a mighty, what a mighty man. fine man. The New York group had a hit single with Shoop. Also, let's talk Shoop. about sex. It is Salt and Pepper. Yes. Nicely done. Shoop, what a, what a huge song that was back in the 90s. That was good. Oh, my gosh. Shoop a dupe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would now like to give you parenting tips from the Mayans. Okay, would you like me to make it official? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Time for a tip. What? Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Two ways to get your kids to voluntarily do chores. According to the Mayans, this from modern day Mayan civilization in Mexico. Here's what we've derived from them. Don't do chores, parents, while the kids play. You can let your kids watch TV so that you can be more efficient, like at doing laundry or cleaning, right? That happens. We all do that from time to time. Don't do the don't do chores while the kids play. So the parents don't do chores. Don't be doing the dishes while the TV's on in the other room, which many of us do. Just sit down and watch this. Give me quiet. Instead, they say, make those chores a team effort, even if it slows you down. Think of it as family bonding time. Hey, we're putting the dishes away. TV off. We're all in here. Everybody's doing stuff. They might kind of stink at doing it, but just get them. And it starts to develop the rhythm of like, oh, there's something going on. I should be doing something right now. So okay. don't do chores while kids play. And then the second tip is essentially, it's in a sense a double down of the same tip, but they say let your kid help even if they aren't helpful. And this for the type A's out there. You will always get the dishes done faster without their quote-unquote help. But the Mayans always encourage their kids to help, chip in, find some way, somehow to get involved, but never force them to do it. That's where I draw the line with the Mayans. Sometimes you got to force them. Get in here. Do the dishes because I said so. Donna. How did you end up with a study from the Mayans? Is your homepage not Mayan Times? <laughs> it, the, the internet gave it to me. Just it came check. from NPR. All right. Thank you.
All right, will do. Thanks. Okay. All right, then. Okay, though. Bye. Over the weekend, I watched a movie that we've long talked about watching. Come to find out, Mike and his fiance watched the same movie that came out six years ago. Earlier in the show, when I referenced that at 1045, we'll tell you about the movie that we just stumbled on that we thought was really great. Donna said, oh, I've seen that. I did not like it. Mm -mm. Should make for a pretty good discussion. What did we watch? Why did we like it? And why did Donna pass that when we come back? It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, it's Donna for Aspire Credit Union. Did you know they have 22 locations now? I know you've probably seen either a branch in your neighborhood or at the very least a billboard telling you that one is nearby. I saw one on my way up to the cabin this past weekend. I also happen to be a member of Spire. I've got a shared savings account, but they also offer money market savings. They have free checking. They've got all the convenience services, which are free, by the way. And I'm talking about the things like digital banking, mobile app, mobile wallet, uh, remote deposit, mobile banking, and more. And when it comes to loans they have low rates at spire when it comes to auto loans new or used uh vehicles uh spire's going to get the loan done fast and they're going to get you more car for your money but wait there's more spire offers extended warranty plans and they've got much better coverage and lower costs than the dealer for me it's spire credit union apply today at myspire.com aspire is insured by ncua an equal housing opportunity lender hey guys welcome back you're special. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve, wow, what are you, in a church? That was loud. Do it again. I'm just trying to do more vibrant clapping. Oh, thanks. Let's... It's the summer of clap. Is it? <laughs> Is that a bad thing? Is... Oh. Yes. It's an STD, isn't it? It sure is, Steve. Dang it. I feel like I needed to go to STD class. Didn't you take health? Yeah, I was in and out. Mrs. Williams Eunice, she was teaching it, and I just don't remember. The only thing I remember is us passing around a scrotum, a prosthetic scrotum. Wow, we didn't do that. That would have been cool. Donna, don't be weird. No, but uh, we, I mean, no, the girls men... don't know about boys, and boys don't know about girls, and then it just... Kinda... I still don't. You don't really need to. I got four kids. <laughs> you know, <laughs> find your way. Um but no, this is only to the boys in the class. You had to pass it around so that you could feel what a cancerous bump would feel like on a testicle. Got it. Or even a non-cancerous bump. Well, no, this one was specifically... Donna, don't tell me how the class went, okay? Please don't woman explain my <laughs> class to me about scrotums. We had to feel it so that you could feel what the hard thing would feel like so that you could know. And then you're supposed to, just like women are supposed to, do self-breast examinations in the shower Gentlemen, here's a reminder, you should be doing that as well. Thank you, With your berries, baby. Austin Powers. (laughs) Wow. Speaking of none of that, over the weekend, we decided, and we did it last night, to watch a movie that we've talked about, we've sung songs from it. Please don't ever say Squirtum again. Thank you. (laughs) I don't want to hear that from you. Donna, it's a technical term. Yeah, we, we, we could use other words. I said junk last week and you got all mad at me. I'm starting to feel like you're not letting me talk about my body. <laughs> okay, movie. Movie, The Greatest Showman. 
<laughs> Donna, could you just let us have a moment of joy for a second? The kids have been singing it. My, my girls uh, are involved in musical theater, and they really enjoy it. And I, Lou had seen this movie when it came out six years ago in 2017, and I was like, how come we've not seen this? It, we're, we should see this. Isn't this, like, fun? So we busted it out last night in the freshly painted basement, Donna, and we watched it, and I just have to tell you, I thought it was so enjoyable. And it's really, to its credit, fast-moving in that they don't get bogged down in any pretense. It's a musical. They get right into it, and no scene belabors itself. They tell you what you need to say. Now we're, boom, doing a fun song and dance. I thought Hugh Jackman was really great in it. All of the performers of of his cast of characters, this is the story of P.T. Barnum and him starting the circus as we know it, and then the, the partnership of Barnum and Bailey, played by Zac Efron, who comes in. Um, I thought it was really, really fun. The songs were great. We were just like, oh, this is entertaining. This moves along at a good pace. And and I thought Hugh Jackman did a really nice job. He's not the greatest singer, but he's he holds his own, though. I mean, he's enough. Look, you know, he just led the music man on Broadway. So we see it six years late, and are like, great, glad we watched it. And then I look in, and it's like... What the heck? Mike watched it, too. Why did you watch it all of a sudden? I don't know if it's the algorithm or what, but Saturday we're just going through Disney Plus like, hey, we should watch something different. And all of a sudden that scrolled by and we're like, oh, we've never I've never seen that. She'd never seen that. Let's do it. So we watch it Saturday night. Thoughts? So wild. Uh, we really enjoyed it. I think my biggest issue with musicals is kind of what you alluded to. Uh, I like it is very fast moving, but sometimes that can be hard to process a story when it is so fast moving and it's like oh this just happened and then boom five minutes later life's completely different and that was the one little complaint i had but that's just the world of streamings things that we are watching now and longer burns for different storytelling i think that was the one issue i had is just it went really quick but i thought the performance was great i thought a lot of people had they, they were all having fun with it and it was fun to watch yeah, Zendaya was in it as yeah. well. Um, it's it's a minute, uh, an hour and forty seven minutes mm-hmm. total runtime. So look, I was saying, hey, it moved along at a pretty good clip. Mike says he agrees with that. Although, if anything, that's a drawback at one point because you might want the story to percolate a little bit more. Yeah. I'm guessing, despite what we just said, Donna thought it was slow and boring and didn't like the songs. But don't let me put words in your mouth, Donna. What'd you think? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. My my brother actually suggested it to me. He's like, it, this movie is so fantastic. And they he and his wife see everything in the theater. And so I let it sit and sit and sit. And then one day I went, I'm going to go to the Red Box. I'm going to pick up a DVD. I'm going to throw it in at the cabin. Mm, it's just not my jam. It's not that it's a bad... Here I go. Here we go. <laughs> it's not that it's a bad movie. In fact, it's a good movie. Okay. It's just not my kind of movie. And there it is. That's the poster, everybody. Print those, frame them, get them up at theaters from west to east. (laughs) It just, you know, I felt bad for the people. Although, now you're talking about... the bearded lady and the, like, I just... Yeah, you have the bearded lady, you've got the dog face guy who's just got hair all over his face. You're talking... And so one of the criticisms was he's bringing together these freaks and putting them all together so people can come and look at him. And at one point he goes up to um, a little person at the beginning and he's like, you just want me to be a part of it so that people can come and laugh at me. And he sort of offhandedly said, look, kid, they're already laughing at you. May as well make some money. 
And then he was like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put you in, and they're going to we're going to have you ride in as this general, this victorious, triumphant general, and they're not going to laugh at you. They're going to salute you. And there's this scene in the movie, The Greatest Showman, where they, to your point, Donna, feeling bad for them, they're like, look, before you came along, nobody cared about us. Our own parents were ashamed of us. They were hiding us. Yeah. And you provide us a family with each other right. and a Community, stage where yeah. we can we can perform. And I, I thought that was an interesting take on sort of the 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 quote unquote freak show era of carnivals and circuses and stuff like that. It was sort of a was Michelle Williams in this? She was. Yes. yes. OK. I feel like it wasn't that long ago that I saw it and I just was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> So let me just get the sounds right for the review of The Greatest Showman from Donna. It started with a... <laughs> then she followed it up a minute and a half later after Mike and I waxed about it with a... <laughs> and then just capped it off with them. I, I don't really like musicals. I think that's what it comes down to. I, why couldn't you tell me that story without singing it to me? Thank you. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> you know, I get it. Some people feel that way. It feels a little unbelievable, right? But you have to suspend your disbelief. Give me a musical. I really like musicals. I think they can be so much fun. An opera, I would sooner slam my head off of a table repeatedly for the duration of said opera. And I'm looking at you, Les Mis. Yeah. And I'm looking at you, Hugh Jackman, who was in Les Mis as oh, yeah. Jean Valjean. That... I just thought the singing must stop. Someone just say something. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I felt with this movie. I'm like, please don't break into song. Please, please. Like, oh, what was that Brigadoon thing? Schmigadoon. Schmigadoon. That, have it's you seen that, Apple Mike? TV I've Plus not, no, I haven't got to oh, it. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like the worst thing I've ever seen. It's, Do you ever wonder why you're not on the media invite list for, like, <laughs> different theaters in the Twin Cities? Like, cats? Oh, kill me. What about, like, Phantom of the Opera? I could live with that one. Yeah, I could live with that. I think I would enjoy Hamilton. I think that's kind of got a different vibe to it. Donna, you've watched Hamilton on Disney+. Plus. Half of it. Because the second half is always too long. Always. I don't care what play we're talking about, what musical, second half is always too long. Don't give me a break and then another two hours. <laughs> give me a break and maybe an hour. What do you have going on that don't you got to get back to? Don't worry about it. Laundry? How much laundry could one woman have? <laughs> anyway, we'll take a break now. Oh, hey, when we come back, can we play this as a game, Donna? Oh, sure. Donna has a list of blockbusters each year from 1975. We'll pick some years and see if we can guess them. That's next, Donna and Steve.